It's the little changes, the little bits of improvement and sharing that best practice that will compound over time and get you and your team working at a whole different level. Hi, and welcome to Helping You Perform. I'm your host, Paul Teasdale. Over a career working with high-performing teams from across the globe, including seven years working with Formula One team McLaren, I've learned a lot about what it takes to drive results. In this weekly podcast series, I'm going to be bringing you tips, tricks, and insights from the world of Formula One that you can apply for your organization for your own high performance. Enjoy. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Helping You Perform, where I bring my tips, tricks, insights, and stories from the world of F1 to help you accelerate your own performance. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, episode number 40, believe it or not. So we've gone past the 40 mark, which is all about doing the right thing before you look to do things right. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and have a listen. Hope you enjoyed it. I've had some good feedback from that episode in particular. Um, but today I wanted to talk particularly about something I've had conversations with recently, which is all about micro learning. Um, and micro improvements, because we touched upon this a little while back in one of the previous episodes where we talked about the 1% improvements versus the big picture items, and the big step change improvements. Um, but I wanted to talk about specifically about some examples and some of the things that you can do that just make that difference on a day to day basis. Now, I've been working with a client over the last week or so and talking to them about innovation, talking to them about improvement, and really going on that point of, you can do some big ticket items, you can do some really big change elements and maybe get that step change and improvement, but it's the 1% improvements and the, com uh, the sort of combined effort and the compound interest view of that, that will really up your game if you consistently apply them. Now, that's all well and good, it's easy to say, it's easy to start to implement. The consistency is the difficult part. So how do you start to build in some of those practices? And I was having a conversation yesterday on the way back from a rugby tournament where my son was playing. And I asked him the three questions that are always in the debrief process. So the first one is always, what went well? So out of that session that you've just been in, he, he's, he was playing through a, a few different games. It might have been a question that we asked after a specific game, but this is a question after the whole tournament. Said, what went well? And that can be whatever you choose. You know, it could be how you've done your tackling in that game, the effort that you've put in, the fact that you were focusing on a particular thing that you wanted to try and you got the opportunity to put that into practice. Whatever that might be, Something has felt right about that. So what went well? The second question is what didn't go so well? What were you disappointed with? What was something that you thought could have been done better? Something where you weren't happy with the results or you weren't happy with how you applied yourself to the process. And then the third thing, which is really important, which rounds it all off, which is what are you going to do differently next time? And that what are you going to do differently? needs to do two things. It needs to help embed what went well, and it needs to help address what didn't go so well. Now, that's one way of consistently 
starting to apply this. And you can ask yourself this on a day-to-day basis. You can ask your team on a day-to-day basis. What went well? What didn't go so well? What can we do better next time? Now, where I see this applying really well in teams, particularly in um, sort of corporate environments, maybe sales teams, maybe uh, operations teams that are there, where you have like a maybe a daily informal catch up, you might have a weekly team get together, a monthly review, a quarterly review, things like that. Whatever it is, tailor your the same questions, but tailor the time scale of those to the time frame that you're working in. So on that daily basis, what went well today? What didn't go well today? So well today, and what are we going to do better tomorrow? And make that in easy enough that you can make one change tomorrow, and, and always focus if you can on one thing. What are we just going to do differently? One thing we're going to try. It might be a different conversation that you have. It might be a way of addressing a client. You know what didn't go so well today? Well, I had a really bad response from that particular client because I felt like I was being too aggressive. Maybe my messaging could have been a bit crisper, a bit clearer, a bit gentler, whatever it might be. So tomorrow or the very next opportunity I get, I'm going to put something else into practice. I'm going to try something different. And it might just be subtle. It might be a little bit of a change. I might reword, go back and think about exactly what words that I use and maybe pick one or two words I can change or change the tone of my voice or the way in which I'm coming across. So that's on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. You can ask the same questions with a weekly time frame, again, monthly and quarterly. But when, in terms of practical things that I saw working really well, this goes back to my days in the dairy industry, working out in New Zealand. There was a team there in the optimization team. So they chose where the milk was going to go, the optimum uh, decisions around what type of products we're going to make in the coming months, uh, quarters, years, whatever it might be, so that you could make a certain amount of cheese, milk powder, whey proteins, all sorts of bits and pieces. But that team was very analytical and they did a lot of their work um, in different systems, but they also did a lot of work in Excel. And one thing that they did really, really well was they had a team who just went, right, today we're going to share one tip that we have used today that's helped us in Excel. And that might be someone goes, oh, right, I use the Control-K shortcut for introducing a hyperlink, hyperlink. Now, most people in that circumstance might be aware of that, but they might not be. And the one person, I didn't know you could do that. That's brilliant that's going to save me a lot of time and effort, or I'm going to try that and see what happens. And then suddenly you get people talking about, oh, I use this particular formula um, that helped me to bring everything together. And someone else will maybe chirp in with, oh, I use that, but I'd use a different approach to it. Let's discuss and find out what's best. And then we'll share that best practice. And what this did really well is it was that micro learning, that element of a small thing that I might not think is that important, but has helped me today. And I'm just going to share that with the team. And a lot of the time, it might not be applicable to them. But what it does is it says, if I connect with that as another member of the team, if I can learn from that, learn from your approach, learn from the generality of what you're doing, I can have a conversation, I can learn, I can get better. 
So that's my challenge to you today. You know, I saw this in the world of F1 all the time. I'm not going to talk about too many examples from that space today because I've covered it in a lot of other areas. But my challenge for you today is to think about those micro learnings. What's your team? What are your organization? How is it set up to pick up on the little things that they do on a day to day basis? Particularly if you've got a team of people who are doing similar or the same work, how do you share the little bits behind the scenes, the Excel formula, the um, maybe the conversations they use, maybe the tone of voice they're using, even if they're not doing it consciously, they can bring that over and maybe have a listen to somebody's conversation and say, right, what, what can we all learn from this? It's the little changes, the little bits of improvement and sharing that best practice that will compound over time and get you and your team working at a whole different level. So as always, if you want to talk about this or any of the other topics and you want to get in touch, contact me through paulteasdale.co.uk and I'll look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Helping You Perform podcast. If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to like, share or review the podcast. You can reach out to me at any time, either through LinkedIn or through my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk. I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.